0: This week in PlayStation, we're talking about our fourth annual PSI Love You XOXO PlayStation Awards. The biggest miss of the year. The biggest moment. All the highs and lows of 2023. We'll have all this and more because this is PSI Love You XOXO. Welcome to the show, everybody! That's Blessing, that's Janet, I'm Greg, and you can get the show on Patreon.com slash Kinda Funny. There you can watch us record it live, just like ArturoTron, robo-bartender is, who's watching for the first time. Welcome to a live show, New Trog. Of course, on Patreon.com slash Kinda Funny, you could also get it ad-free, and get dozens of monthly bonus episodes of exclusive content. If you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal. Support us on the Epic Games Store, Fortnite, Rocket League, or Fall Guys, with the creator code kind of funny you can get PSI You xoxo for free with ads and without the exclusive content on youtube.com slash kind of games and podcast services around the globe each and every week thank you to our patreon producers jackson hampton delaney twining today we're brought to you by better help well, let's start with a psn message from yo hello blessing hello janet hello. hi greg you both look fantastic congratulations thank on you. making it to the fourth annual awards you look fantastic. I was like, I remember doing them last year. And I was like, and then what? It was, we done one before then? I was like, I oh, don't know. This is a fourth one. God, good Lord. This is becoming oh, yeah. a thing. I mean, it's a big thing. Maybe one day it'll become the next Keelys. Nope. No.
2: Don't think it will. Be. I, don't no, think don't think I don't think that's in the cards. I
0: don't think well, that's in the cards for throwing we together award
2: show. We invite the devs out. We're like, hey, you know, come get, your, up, acceptance and get your acceptance speeches, and then we cut them off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, wrap it up.
0: <laughs> Please wrap it up. Please wrap it up.
3: What a power move, you know?
0: That's what you do. You got to keep these devs in their place. All right, <laughs> they've had it too easy in 2023. It's about oh, time yeah. somebody really told God. them. All right, this is where you are in the feeding. No, the total. This is where you are in the ladder. I get what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I digress. Time for a PSN message from you. Remember, you can write in for free to be part of the show at, of course, kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. Today's question comes from Kelsey Jacobs. Kelsey writes in and says, with the glowing reviews out for Asgard's Wrath 2, a MetaQuest 3 game, of course, I can't help but think the worst Sony acquisition, I'm sorry, the worst Sony studio acquisition is the one they never made sanzaru games i played the sly cooper games for the first time in 2021 and i fell in love while not quite up to the same bar as the original trilogy sly 4 by sanzaru was the next best thing after sucker punch moved on to infamous and then ghost of tsushima up until the Bungie acquisition sony's mo was establishing a solid relationship with the studio before buying them and that's exactly what they had with sanzaru and sly remastering the Spyro trilogy aka one of the original mascot icons of PlayStation certainly couldn't have hurt either Asgard's Wrath 2 on PlayStation VR 2 could have been the killer app Sony is missing with PSVR 2 as it's almost certainly going to be for the meta quest now all is now all it is for PlayStation is just a reminder of what could have been I adore this question. Of course, we did a bunch of, we did two, not a bunch, two sponsored streams for uh, MetaQuest 3 and for uh, Asgard's Wrath 2. And in both of them and in the unboxing, I made sure to continuously call out, even though I'm sure Meta wanted me to stop, the fact that this is Sanzaru, a studio we know so well from the Sly Trilogy, from Sly 4, from coming on Podcast Beyond. And, you know, my story with them goes that when I went to demo the Quest 1 the first time, they were over on another station showing uh, Asgard's Wrath 1. And it was Matt Kramer, who I know so, so well from this. They also did the Marvel Heroes VR game. I forget what its official title was. Uh, back on another Oculus or whatever it was. And I remember talking to Matt and he was so excited to show it to me. And I was just like, oh, well, I don't have this. I don't have a PC in this VR thing. So I'm not actually gonna be able to ever play it. Mm. So I was excited for a MetaQuest 3 to have the ability to play this because I do have MetaQuest 3 and I do love my MetaQuest 3, <laughs> let alone the fact that it then got a 10 out of 10 from IGN. And so then for us, Talking about what could have been. Blessing, do you think Sony is looking out the window right now going, ah, Sanzaro? Uh,
2: do I think Sony is doing that? No, but I think maybe they should be, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if... Um, and we talk about PSVR 2 all the time of, like, where's Sony with it? Are we going to even see another... We'll see another... where it
0: comes up in our... <laughs> yeah, like, you know, are we going to
2: even get another first-party PlayStation VR game, right? Like, what does that slate even look like if it exists? And I think Sanzaro could have been the ones to help... Tell them that, right? And like, it's the it's the tough thing of what VR is and how hard VR is to sell. Because I could see a alternate timeline where, yeah, PlayStation buys Sanzaru, and it is, hey, Team asobi Sanzaru, London Studio, like they create sort of like the Avengers of place of uh, VR games in a sense. Yeah, I think that could have been dope, right? Because we talk about these games that come through in VR that. Um, supersede or, or I guess exceed beyond what the expectations are that people have in VR right like yeah. I, I would say before Asgard's Wrath 2 and seeing what the Metacritic and what the reviews look like for that which are incredible right I G yeah. give it a 10 out of 10 yeah. and then on Metacritic it has above a 90 uh, what like 93 last time I checked I'll check for but before that, if you would ask me, like, oh, what's a, pe- what's a virtual reality masterpiece? I would have been like, oh, Astro's play- uh Astrobot Rescue Mission. Yeah. The first one, right? And I might throw a Beat Saber in there as well. But Can when I it- ask, would you toss Alex in there? Are you not familiar enough? I'm not playing Alex. Okay. And so, yeah. probably
0: three right now on Metacritic for Astro's Wrath.
2: Yeah, Alex is probably in the conversation, right? But, like, I think, you know, regarding where PlayStation could have positioned themselves in that VR race, in that VR conversation. Yeah, like, I think Cian is probably, like, a missed opportunity there. I don't know if there's still time. I don't know if there's still an opportunity to like acquire Sinzar, since I was already acquired by. That's a great question. Somebody. I'm not like, sure I know if they Meta,
0: actually are owned by Meta. I know
2: Asgard's Rat 2 is a Meta Quest 3
0: exclusive. Yeah, and they so, are. They are owned by Oculus Studios now, according mm-hmm. to Wikipedia. So yeah, there you go. It's already too late. Too late. Yeah, they got away. Janet, do you think they're the one that got away?
3: No, I don't think so. I'm kind of exactly with Bless where it's like in a way, I think Any plan can work, even, you know, whether it's good or bad, as long as you kind of like stick stick to it and see it through. And I feel like PlayStation's in this really weird spot where they're like, we're going to be different, but not too much now. You know, it's like, so I don't know. There's like, I'm not really sure what the attitudes are there. I don't think they're really conducive to expanding that lane, which is weird because they have PSVR too. So clearly like there is interest in psvr too in virtual reality but i don't i I see remnants of that but i don't actually feel it in i think the library the desires from within the studios the ways they move with acquisitions versus i think if we look at acquisitions as strategy we've clearly seen the way playstation is like okay well eventually we like port our stuff to pc now at this point it's kind of in our wheelhouse so they we we see other ways their acquisitions support their ethos. I don't think we've really seen, ev- as far as like the VR thing, evidence of. Oh yeah, you can tell they're doing this as like a strategic VR move, which is weird because they have the hardware. So I'm I'm not really sure if they're. A- <laughs> PSVR two kind of feels like you ever have. Well, at least like this is very relatable for me. Where like you have a goal, right? You're like, no, I want to do that, and it's like, how are you working towards that? And you're like. You know, putting out good thoughts. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, that's kind of how I feel Sony is with with PSVR, or PlayStation rather, is with PSVR 2. And moment. I know we take it's it like, on. like, it'd be nice, but yeah, I'm not going to put effort.
0: When we talk about PlayStation VR 2, and we always are like, it's dead on arrival, and Sony doesn't support it, blah, blah, blah. There's the audience and the segment of the VR audience that comes back to us, We're like, we'll look at, at these games that they have been a part of and have made come out, and blah, blah. What I always step back to, and especially for this question, is again, those are partnerships they are not first party. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you're not seeing Bend, Insomniac, Naughty Dog churn out or have PlayStation VR 2 titles ready to go at launch to prove that this is a thing, nor do we have them on the roadmap of like, hey, we're making this a thing. I think it speaks back to this question that's a a fascinating one. I do love. It's topical, Kelsey. Uh, That no, I don't think Sanzaro is the one that got away because I think they wouldn't have fit for, like if, if PlayStation had acquired them after the Sly collection, after Sly 4, they would have never gone and made VR games. I don't think mm. that's what it was, right? Like, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there was actually an interest for it and that got uh, yeah, there Are with all these things, right? Because you're looking at this, right? And it's 2016 VR Sports Challenge, uh, Marvel Powers United VR in 2018, then Asgard's Wrath in 2019, they're acquired in 2020, Asgard's Wrath 2 now in 2023. It's that idea that I don't think Sony would have looked at them. They would have said that and they would have been like, all right, off to the races with you because they just haven't done that with the other first parties. I would assume they would have made them make Sly the next Sly, which of course hasn't happened, even though Sly four ends on a cliffhanger of like where Sly ends up. So it's like clearly that game didn't sell well enough. Didn't meet whatever expectations Sony had for it to be a relationship that they wanted to keep going with. And I think if you don't have the idea with the suit you're acquiring of what their next thing needs to go be, it just doesn't work. Similar to how you look at the closure of Pixel Opus, right? Where it was, Concrete Genie got a lot of critical acclaim, right? But it just, where does this studio fit in the mix? And I think if they would have forced them to keep being the platformer, remake, whatever you want to call them, studio, I just don't think that's what PlayStation's identity
2: is. Yeah. Yeah, I think, again, when I look into the alternate timeline... There's a lot of things that have to line up for this to be such a uh, to, for that to be such a slam dunk of having Sinzaru be working on VR games for PlayStation. And part of it is what you mentioned of would they even get to that point if they were acquired by PlayStation, or would they be working on their own things for PS5 or their own remasters or remakes or um, whatever it is? I think the the other thing is like, you know, that would also re- require PlayStation to look at their studios and go, all right, we're gonna have an organized attack here, right? Like PSVR2 is coming out and. You know, Insomniac, uh, Team Asobi, you, you, and you, and you are going to all work on these PSVR games. I think for Sony, the way I almost think about it in terms of like, you know... An analogy is right now I'm working, I'm like trying to plan a New Year's Eve party. And like, I'm looking through the guest list and I'm like, okay, cool, this looks like it might be a good party. Hopefully, people show up. And I think PSVR 2 is a, it was a party that PlayStation planned. And they were like, all right, hopefully, some first party show up. And everybody was like, uh, ah, man, that part is. Who's too, gonna be
3: there? You know? Yeah, is who's gonna
2: be there? Oh, that seems like it's uh, too far of a drive for us to get there, right? Or like, oh, man, I got another party I'm going to. And that party is on the PS5 proper, right? Like, I think it's one of those things where PlayStation has this platform. They created this hardware and went, let's put this out. And then just know about, like, PlayStation, I don't think they're the type to, like, force any of their studios to do things. And so if, no, if it ends up that none of their studios want to make a PSVR 2 game, then it's like, oh, all right. But then the question becomes, does PlayStation force some of these studios to make VR games, right? Like, should that, would that have been um, the route where it is Kimisobi, Sanzaru, let's say Guerrilla with Horizon. Sure. Yeah, let's make a, let's make a VR game. Let's make this, let's create this slate that's going to sell people. But then you also had to have trust that that's going to sell people to actually get VR, and which is another step. And so it's a complicated thing. But, yeah, I think I agree with you guys in terms of, you know, I don't think one studio was the chess piece that would have, you know, clutched the, 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 the PSVR two, uh, its success. Um, but it would have been a fascinating thing to, to see. It would have been, it w- this would have been a fascinating thing to, like talk about and, and, and see how what the results would have been.
0: Yeah, for a launch lineup, we all felt underwhelmed by, right? It mm-hmm. would have been interesting if it could have had this Asgard's Wrath 2, or even if it was at the end of the first year, or you know what I mean, calendar year, of it being out, there was a chance for it to be there, but we will see. And again, it's interesting, too, of like what we've talked so much about with VR is the uh, is the concept of, well, eventually Alex has to come to PlayStation VR 2, right? Because this is such a small pool of consumers, you need everything on everything. And I do wonder with this if this is one that eventually Oculus would look at and be like, well, we should maybe publish the or Meta would look at it and be like, maybe we do publish it on PlayStation VR too. But again, install units and what they actually can get out of it and da 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 and like they're giving it away when you buy MetaQuest three. Yeah. So that's like I was talking about this on the stream We're just like when was the last time a platform literally had that pack in? Like you, you think about the old days of like Super Mario World and everything, like I mean Astros Playroom, right, would be the the analog. And I yeah, but like Packing that is the killer app, and yeah, I'm not yeah, talking yeah. shit. But I mean, I think be, that would be like PS5 coming with Miles Morales, where it's like, hey, this is like a, the most impressive game. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not trying to talk shit. You know how much I love Astro. I listen, love Astro. Oh, I'm everybody. putting Astro
2: above Miles Morales. I'm sorry. You would,
0: I know you, freaking weirdo.
2: Fucking packing God of War Ragnarok with the PS5. All right, let's okay, get great. Let's there get crazy. Go. Yeah, sure. Okay.
0: I was talking about launch lineups. It doesn't matter, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move on to topic of the show. It's that time of year again. Where the year ends. And so we're gonna talk about our PS I Love You XOXO Awards for 2023. If you've never joined us before, the show works like this. We'll run through, I believe, five categories where I of course have each of our answers down. I have now pie charts. That's right. For the first oh. time ever, I looked into how to do pie charts, which turns out you just select all the answers and hit chart and then it makes this. Huh. And then Ooh. Spider-Man appears like 19 times because none of you could agree on how to submit your answer for Spider-Man. But oh, it doesn't man. matter. Let me tell you about Kind of Feudy,
2: <laughs> like how people cannot agree how to uh, say certain things.
0: Uh, anyways, five categories that we uh, go through each and every year to talk about, to have a nice little conversation. Then we'll do a little sponsor break. Then we'll come back and we'll get into the categories you have submitted. Of course, for all future episodes, including award shows, you can be part of the show by going to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y to answer our questions. And ask your own. Just have a great time. So let's begin as we always do. I assume I didn't go back to look at the other ones. With the most underrated PlayStation game of twenty twenty three, blessing. When you mm. read this question, what jumped to mind?
2: Immediately, trend <laughs> jumped to mind. It's it's nice. it's one that I've brought up here and there throughout the year, but it's one that you know came through way under the radar. And I don't think anybody's to blame, really, for that one, right? Like, it's just the circumstance of what We've is. We've wrapped up
0: everything on Dreams, but there's one thing coming. Yeah, okay. it's like,
2: hey, Dreams is done, but also here is it on, on PS Plus, and then also here's a game that we're dropping. So Me and Molecule dropped a game this year. That game is Trend. They dropped the game within Dreams, and this game fucking rocks. And I, don't, I didn't hear many people talk about it, unfortunately, but it's one that I played quite a bit of, and I thought was really cool, and I really enjoyed. It's basically a toy um, train a puzzle game where you're – uh, playing as the as this tr- uh, this toy train in a bunch of different tracks, right? And you are basically trying to figure out what's the quickest way to get to the end of the track by taking different paths, by also like collecting the uh, the different carts that you attach to your track to get to the end. And you're it's one of those ones where you're trying to get like the three stars on the course. Yep. Um, it's one of those types of experiences, and I love it for the style of it. You know, again again, it's one of those made in dreams games, but it does it pushes the platformer dreams where i i think visually it's pretty stunning and i it's also just a fun one to like look at of like this feels like i'm playing in a toy box like it legitimately has like the physics and the feel of playing with an actual toy train so i thought that was cool i think the puzzles Ooh. that they put together and like the, the the concept of what you have to do with the puzzles is really fun because it will be oh I man okay okay on this track i need to get to where the elevator is and then like raise the elevator but also grab each of the carts on each level of the elevator and then get to the end of it before uh or by a certain point so i can get the three star thing um i really enjoyed what uh, the ways in which that made me think and the ways in which that made me have to
0: problem solve it was way deeper than i thought it was going to be yeah right where it was i i i did the intro and a little bit further and that's when i was like all right this is a puzzle poppy game it's not a greg game of chasing the high score and doing this whole thing but flipping the switches in a fraction of a second trying to shave seconds off your time doing these certain tasks inside to get seconds removed from your clock at the end yeah and I want to bring in a question from the live chat Cameron Kennedy says for people who played it is it good good or is it dreams good I think I fucking love that question how
3: dare you ask (laughs) something what are you implying, Cameron Kennedy well I kind of I don't know like I feel you but at the same time like it's like i get it but then i get like frustrated by it too because i do think that's so much of the conversation around dreams where it has such a distinct look and feel that people are kind of like okay you know what i mean like it's it's valid but also it is like the nail in the coffin of a thing that's already dead. But mm. I mean, cause I don't know, frankly, I've played really good things in dreams. I there, feel like no, no, I and there are a lot that-
0: of really good things in dreams. We've done the impies before where we voted. And some of those things always blow my mind. Right. But I do think there is that thing where, Mm. there are some of them that are like oh my god what an amazing experience and there are was like oh yeah this is good for dreams I, yeah. I, 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 this has the dreams vibe to and it and like
2: you know i did the i made a dreams uh episode of the blessing show where i went through and highlighted some of the cool things in dreams and a lot of those are like oh yeah this is a cool thing for a thing that was created in another thing that i like a developed like yeah yeah i think there's a to, to Cameron kennedy's question right like i think that's a valid question i also think that one trend is good good but then also like there are there are a handful of things that i've experienced in dreams where i'm like whoa like y'all really made this um i forget if you guys were on the same impies judge panel for this one but there was a game called lock um i but talked yeah. about oh, it ne-
3: i wasn't but you were I,
2: I i definitely was um i talked about it in that blessing show about this game lock and lock is like oh man it's like such a good first person puzzle game that reminds me a lot of something like the witness that i wish like man the thing the thing that I wish dreams could implement would be an export
0: button. That is, yeah. Hey, export this outside of dreams. And See, that's my thing with yeah. trend and cameras. Kennedy's question, but I was going to say it beforehand is that I do think, and this is something we talked about originally when dreams launched and we were the possibilities and like people saying like different ideas they had for it. And I'm talking about like media molecule, like their hopes and dreams for it. Trend is good enough that I think it should be, exportable have its own tile you click on it and whatever back end stuff just gets you straight to it rather than booting dreams drop down do you want to create do you want to go to the dreamscape do you want to do the thing do that search and find like yeah trend is a a really good game.
2: yeah and i'm not gonna sit here and say like trend is one of the best games of the year one of the best things ever created
0: but like you say it's the most underrated game of the year
2: i do i mean i will say it's underrated right because underrated is what uh reception versus like I'm trying to create my own hype. definition yeah like hype you know versus how many like, people played it yeah, yeah, yeah and i yeah, think yeah. because it was you know released in dreams uh and it kind of had this low more it felt like a low-key release especially when we we're talking about a playstation first party thing people didn't treat that as like a oh a new playstation first party game came out today like yeah, nobody yeah. thought that right but yeah. like yeah, yeah, if yeah, you're, yeah if you're, yeah, 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 if, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're tuned in you're like oh and molecule released the thing like a big update in dreams oh let me play this and you're like oh this is really good if this came out as a $15, uh, I was gonna say Steam, but I guess technically plays, I guess PlayStation puts things on Steams, right? So if this came out as a $15 Steam and PSN release and people played it, I think people would have been like, oh man, eight out of 10 or seven out of 10, Like, I think it would have been like a, oh man, this is pretty good. Right. And we enjoy it. And we have fun with it. Uh, but I don't, I don't think trend even got that luxury, at least enough of it. Uh, and so yeah, I'm, that's why it's my
0: pick for most underrated. Well, that's a great, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. Thank I like you. that one a lot. You're welcome. Janet, what'd you pick?
3: Yeah, I hot-swapped mine like two seconds ago <gasps> because I think to Blessing's point, it has to be underrated like people don't like fuck with it to some degree. And the sure. pick I was going to get to, I'll get to later anyway, it's like one of my favorite experiences on PlayStation this year, but instead I'm going to go oh, 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 Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals because that baby's ah! that sitting at a 73. And I think that is underrated. I think it's very much in that at least high 70s, low 80s conversation. Again, if you want to bring it down to numbers, but... And in general, I think Oxenfree is kind of an underrated series um, within night school. Like, I think these are some of the most affecting and emotional stories that I experience in games. I really love their narrative design of the, it is a walk and talk, but it is a walk and talk that feels very genuine to real conversations you have. Um, Frankly, this is going to sound like hyperbole, but I think the conversation structure is actually really similar to what Sony Santa Monica does in God of War. Um, The only difference is you're not ripping people's heads off in between. So there is obviously more conversation than there is in those games. But that idea of these are actual, these feel like actual people who meet and talk and hang out. Um, For those who don't know Oxenfree 2, it is the follow-up to Oxenfree 1. So it is, you know, returning to the islands, the mystery, the, the, the paranormal, the idea of fussing with radio signals to interact with paranormal activity, essentially. And through that, you're also, you know, conversing with different characters and the story unfolds, right? Don't want to give spoilers. And the thing that's really cool about Oxenfree 2 is, and I think it gets a lot of weight of like, oh, but it didn't hit like as fresh as Oxenfree 1, because it's a lot of the same, I think, mechanical structures. Like, it's like, okay, it's the same thing, but sort of different. But I think the differences are, really intriguing in both the gameplay with how you like how the radio functions and the other kind of almost side quest content that you can engage in but i also really love that oxen free 2 is a game about being a being an adult but like a younger adult like not super young because i don't know how old the characters are but i kind of get that like 20s early 30s vibe i was gonna say versus, yeah mid
0: 20s to early 30s yeah
3: yeah versus you know oxenfree was like a teenager story and i think it was a very authentic teenage story and it was a very relatable teenage story but this was like in a a younger adult story and i think that also had some teen stuff thrown in there but i think that's also a really cool examination of what does that kind of look like on the adult scale without being heavy-handed because i think a lot of times it's like okay well let me unpack all of my traumas and my anxieties and whatever and that's fair and fine but i like the subtlety with which oxen free 2 does it where you kind of don't even fully clock it until you're in the middle of it and you're like oh my god this is like hardcore therapy sessions within this game um so yeah i i love that title i think all y'all are fucking tripping thinking that it's like kind of mid i think it's fantastic but that's my underrated
0: game yeah janet you and i reviewed it together and we both really really dug it and i think you kind of hit the nail on the head there right in the way that especially as the most underrated playstation game of the year being the award we're talking about right now it was that this is kind of the classic that we talk about for everything when it's like god of war 2018 oh man ragnarok well it's going to be more god of war how do they overcome that marvel spider-man 2 well it's going to be more of a great game every like, how do you overcome that i think Oxenfree fits this definition and is a great pick for underrated because that was the narrative of this. Oxenfree number one was a game people loved, adored, played multiple times, got the secret ending, really connected with, and had so much emotional connection to, right? And it was an indie that came out of nowhere that when you announce two, I really do think the review review synopsis was not as good as the first, but all right, And that was like where everybody, so many people were like, okay, cool. I don't need to play it in a year full of bangers in a year full of 10 out of 10s and game of the years every month. This one, I don't need to worry about. Whereas I had such a great time connecting with it. This one worked for me when Oxenfree one didn't. And I think it is because being a meandering what's going on in my life, 25 to 30 year old was a closer connection to my own life than being a man, I've gone through a ton of fucking trauma in high school, and now I need to figure out what's going on here, and I, I liked, I, as I talked about in the review with you, like I liked that they got going quicker since we already knew what was going to happen what, to a degree of what the mechanics are and what's going on in the island. You got to that immediately rather than there being a bunch of cloak and dagger stuff like there was in the first game to get you there. And then even yeah. then, they ma- managed to flip it by the end, which I adored. My pick for most underrated PlayStation game of 2023 is before your eyes on PlayStation VR2. Uh it's an yeah. interesting one again because we're talking about well what do you define as most underrated and da 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 da. You know, before your eyes on PlayStation VR2 doesn't even have its own set on Metacritic. You can you go there and you search and you just find PC and more and it has a 77, which I think is an underrated score, but it falls into this category for multiple reasons. As I talked about when I reviewed it here, It was the idea. And I gave Janet carte blanche that if she ever plays a game that I have to play, she can tell me you have to play this and I will stop doing what I was doing because when this came out last year, right on mobile devices and PC and stuff, I had heard it was good and I had heard it was a Greg game, but, and I, Janet loved it. I know, but nobody was like, no, no, Greg, this is going to be extremely your shit. Stop what you're doing. Let's
3: be honest. You ignored people. <laughs> like, I just, you know, no, like, I just, you oh, know... No, I just don't
0: trust you, people. I don't, like, Janet, told it's it was your fault, Janet. it good. I heard it was it's good. your fault. I felt like it you was good. You loved it, but you never said, Greg, stop what you're doing and go play the goddamn game.
3: You're like, but did anyone punch me in the face That's to play what I it? need. No, I can't say they did. Janet, you know do you I mean? like, at a open... Point,
0: a job, my social media is filled with people telling me to play games I've already fucking reviewed. I don't know, Janet. All right? I, I don't get, know. I don't
3: know i i get i get i get it to a degree right but i think to some degree you have to admit that this was your that's like i can't pop up here next year and be like you know sea of (laughs) stars people (laughs) had been mentioning it you know what i mean like you gotta be bad
0: taste we all know that that's
4: true Oh, he's here.
0: So you fumbled, I'm, I'm and now you're realizing. I fumbled. Good luck finding sense.
4: a new director next year. Oh, God, no.
0: <laughs> if you'd like to work here, right here, <laughs> kindofmoney.com. Oh so like if you it could, if now. you could push fucking buttons, <laughs> there's a lot of buttons back there. I've been <laughs> back <it's> a <laughs> like a do a bear, to it. Fuck, it's like
4: 19 monitors. Good luck there. trying to repair the studio next year, Greg.
0: We can't because there's a giant one. The studio's already fucked. There's a ladder right there, blocking the gym. Anyways, back to it. So you know. I ignored that and then heard it was coming to VR and then was excited for it. But even that putting on the VR 2 which again is a game for me is a, is a, a platform that doesn't have many standouts this year. Everything I played was usually a, eh, take it off after an hour, put it down and walk away. Uh, this is the one that, you know, I played through and balled my eyes out inside of the VR world to take it off and be at my desk and be left with that sadness. You know I mean? Obviously the as you already know. I hope the, you know, game starts with you already dead. You know you're being ushered, you know, to be judged or whatever your Mm. soul, and then going through and controlling with just blinking your eyes to go through and relive your memories to see how your character got here. Like it was just stunning and amazing, and I think since the reason I put it here for underrated, not just the Metacritic, not just the fact that it's just you don't even. I think people don't think of it as a PlayStation VR 2 game, so I don't think people played it. I think that since there's not really any hype outside of a select few for PlayStation VR 2, you couldn't move the needle on it. And I think that even the fact that it was popular last year on different platforms, including mobile and PC, it's that idea that usually when an indie game makes the jump after being beloved somewhere else like that and comes to consoles, there's usually more fanfare. I feel for it. Not all the time. I am painting with a broad brush, but... This is one of the ones since it was on PlayStation VR2 and people were kind of eh, about that they were super eh, if they even knew about this. And again it's it's my most emotional experience this year in a game. Yeah. yeah.
3: Blessing, have you played this game yet?
2: Yeah. I, I played it um around when I guess okay, when we were okay. playing PSVR2 stuff. I think it was right after Greg talked about it on the show. I was like, "Okay, I'm going to play this thing." And I played through it and yeah. Like I, I for me it's a it's a, a shout out to narrative games that are under two hours long that are emotionally effective because i think for me this year was before your eyes vr and then venba were the two where yeah. i'm like all right let me play this thing and then two hours later i'm in my feels and i'm like oh god damn like that got me yeah. that really worked um and i love playing a few of those every single year and like you know yeah before your eyes for sure is one that i'm like i, I think is a must play if you have psvr 2 uh it's the sucky thing of like you gotta have psvr 2 though right like you can't play this on just basic pl- base playstation 5 correct yeah because you yeah. gotta have control with your eyes
3: Uh, Um, I also just really want to quickly shout out, just to echo it. Yeah, Before Rides is such a fantastic game, Um, please go play it. It's on Netflix as well, so if you have... I know you have a phone that has cameras on it, probably. There's maybe one person listening that doesn't. And if you are, you can't tweet at me because you don't have a phone. So we will have no way of knowing that you existed. Um, Go play it. It is genuinely, like, I think it's... I think it might quite literally be a masterpiece of a video game, in my opinion. I think the fact that it's, again, scores on everything. A 77 y'all are red- that is criminal it is so fantastic i think i really think if more people played it it would be more in that conversation of when we talk about the best indie games of all time like before your eyes would be in there with like Bad dragon cancer and the other yeah, heavy narrative hitters like it is so freaking good so yeah please play it i think even if you're not part of the church of before your eyes the way like me and greg i think are or in blessing to a degree like, you'll at least like it. Like, I can't imagine you playing it and being like,
0: Blessing's in not. church because his partner brought him. <laughs> He's like, I no, don't I find this offensive. I like, I like? like okay, the game. You guys are just more vocal about the games. It's We're fair in the choir. To say You probably don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't
3: like it as much as me and Greg. Is that? No, I liked accurate? it a lot okay 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 my bad Listen, i don't we know can fight.
2: I, <laughs> i'm ready to history. like lay down my
3: life for this game so i just didn't want to like throw you in Listen, there this is gonna be life either. is strange
2: erasure again i love no games. i didn't want
3: that's the thing and i didn't want to do that but i'm like i also don't want to be like i'm at like this is like maybe a 10 out of 10 for me and i don't know if it's more of like an 8 out of 10 for you you oh, know okay, what i mean I yeah, yeah still sure. a high score but i didn't want to like you know put yeah. words in your mouth but then i got fucked either way so it didn't matter what did the audience <laughs> think for most underrated playstation game
0: the audience looking at my poll has risen to the defense of one CJ splits on who was in the live chat is in the live chat and it said a while ago I'm already worried that humanity will go overlooked worry not with 6.4% of the vote, Humanity is oh, the number yeah. one most overlooked and underrated PlayStation game of the year 2023 according to the audience. Uh you loved Humanity, right? Puzzle Poppy?
2: Yeah, I really I really really enjoyed Humanity. Humanity was actually my second pick under uh, uh trend. And so nice. yeah, I didn't even realize that th- that was that was the audience pick and so this works out very nicely because yeah, that was a game that came out um for PSVR2 as well, right? As, as well as base PSV, PS5. Um correct me if i'm wrong if this is an exclusive for ps5 or if it's on pc let me know um but yeah like thought it was really cool it had a really dope art style art direction to it right it's another one of those enhanced games games that like you know they make uh tetris tetris effect they make <clears throat> like res infinite those kind of experiences and it's always the cool audit uh, audit auditory yeah auditory um humanity like, is on steam it's on steam as it well is on cool. steam, yeah. uh, but i think playstation console exclusive um but yeah like it
0: had the playstation vr version too or in built-in you know
2: yeah but yeah really cool art style really cool idea right like it's it's essentially um oh lemmings yeah it's essentially lemmings right where you're commanding like these groups of people to go into different directions and like it's a lot like the last
0: guy all right playstation 3 i don't even know what that is i love the last Last guy guy. no
3: okay blessing you need to go play the last guy it'll take you like 10 minutes to get like a feel for what it is but is
2: it anything on Mario versus donkey kong it's
3: i played it during remember when we did that review of playstation god, what did they call it before their collection thing it was uh, like the instant game week. collection
0: oh no the playstation plus library no i
3: don't it know Does that PS thing plus? Mean, but... it doesn't
0: yeah, PlayStation now. It PlayStation it Yes, playstation
3: <laughs> now yes oh my god who Got could forget it. um yeah i played that and then i looked into it and then when i saw and then i saw greg's review which was so funny because i was like looking for content on the game and it was like greg being like hey i played this game and it was just so funny but anyway i don't want to humanity is cool like it's it's really cool the goldies like getting the sort of it's such a satisfying like thing to chase in terms of level achievement because it's ridiculous and weird i feel like humanity is if kids the game kids made sense um (laughs) there's no shade to kids it was fun but you're kind of just you know clicking on things and seeing what happens and that was sort of the joy of that game humanity has a lot more it's more direction groundedness to it um i really enjoyed it
0: a lot uh in second place completing everyone here in what they probably think and feel sea of stars for barrett courtney with 4.5 percent of the vote Mm. barrett do you agree sea of stars the most underrated playstation game of twenty twenty
4: three, uh, PlayStation. Uh, that gets a little weird. Uh, like I, I, I like humanity as like the kind of winner for the community there because it is a uh, uh, console exclusive. Yeah, or Sea of Stars. Like I played that on my Switch. You know. Yeah. I think overall, maybe overall, not just talking PlayStation, maybe underrated, but. Okay. Or maybe underappreciated by uh, certain, yeah. uh, you know, games media people. Because uh, it is uh, rated names. pretty the high. The same it. games Both media. Both that
3: and humanity are 86. 86. Yes, so actually, they have the exact same rating. Um, the saying. people
4: who play it, fucking love it. The same, the came, the same games. People.
2: The same games media that voted it best independent game at the Game Awards. You know what I mean? We we played it. It's fair. I, The it's royal fair. we though. <laughs>
4: not yeah, not I me. If, I, <laughs> hours, I don't know. I did five hours. I don't know if certain people here, you know, played it. Um, I'll go back to it one day. Yeah. And then off your audience
0: vote, there's a three-way tie for third. Uh, it includes Dredge, Remnant 2, and then mm. Octopath Traveler 2, which mm. is a game I did really, really love. But I also played it on my Switch this year.
3: I've been hearing a lot about Remnant 2 being like the game. Andy Check loved it. Andy, Andy, Andy
0: loved it. Why to call him Andy, Andy? I don't know, but I did. Andy, Andy. Andy, Andy. Andy, Andy. We're moving on to our second category. Best PlayStation trophy list. And here's where you have to wonder. Is Spider-Man just gonna start running away with awards? Yeah, usually, right. there's a lot I of things like, going. A lot are of things just going write Spider-Man on. Spider-Man like, Spider-Man Two should be able to run away with awards at some award show, and I'm glad. <laughs> it, I'm glad <laughs> when you you eliminate just... every other platform. Yeah, like, it gets a little easier. That is true.
3: But even then, I'm like, let me pick something else.
0: <laughs> I pre- yeah, that was the joke, right? So like, me and Blessing both pick Spider-Man Two. Janet said on her pick, which I won't ruin right now, says uh, blank, so that we don't all write Spider-Man, and I put it on my parentheses. Lol, Janet. But yeah. I do wanna give Spider Man all the necessary flowers of you know, I know it's it's been interesting watching uh, you know, our reactions as a the media, the PlayStation audience reaction as PS I Love You fans and hardcore kinda of funny fans. And then like I still get served the TikToks of like the incredible blood feud from the game awards of Baldur's Gate three versus Spider-Man two. <laughs> and when people want to hate on Spider-Man two, or even when it had launched and people were just making funny TikToks about it, it was the idea that you could platinum it in a weekend. People were so upset about that. Whereas for me, I'm like, God, what a perfect experience where it's like, it left me wanting more. I didn't hate any of the trophies. I mean, there were Spider-Man miles Morales, tro- My- miles Morales trophies. I remember having to sit there and farm and like, that's yeah. never fun. That's not what I want yeah. to do. Whereas this was just a joy to play, to go through, to find stuff, to figure out what you're doing and have a great time with.
2: Yeah. And I like the trophies that are, hey, go uh, fl- do your web wings from one side mm-hmm. of the city to mm-hmm. the other side of the city. Like those are my favorite kind of trophies where it's, hey, I have fun in like a very unique way. In I'll the be world.
0: fascinated when New Game Plus arrives and I assume other updates they probably do over time if they add in more stuff like that of just mm-hmm. like, all right, cool, like, here's some DLC trophies and they are, get from here to there, do this kind of thing, like play yeah. around with the powers because everybody, you know, it's a, a tired old trope when we talk about both Spider-Man 2018 and now this, but of like the amount of people who just keep it on their PlayStation so that they can pop on and swing around for a little bit just to have that feeling again and go through and have fun with it. Janet, you wanted to be yeah. different. What do you got?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to be different. Um, the accusations are true. <laughs> uh, c- cocoon is the one I put on here which admittedly I think the only ding against the cocoon trophy list is it's not like it doesn't invite intrigue into switching how you play but some things I really like about it is it's very easy to get um the it's because essentially there's like one main collectible if you want to call it that in the game where you like kind of approach these things and it's like you got it um and if you use a guide for where they are it's like Ridiculously fast because the game lets you actually zero in on each percentage of the game. The game within the UI, like when you press start for the menu, it shows like zero to a hundred every facet of the game. So you can really zero in on like a specific area. So going back becomes very simple. The only thing that I think they could have done better without changing, you know, sort of the core structure of the game is I would have loved for some type of, um, explicit chaptering or percentage reveal so that if i wanted to pursue it without a guide i could that's the only thing i didn't like about it i felt like the effort to pursue it without a guide would be just sort of guesswork because i don't think they communicated a lot about hey well how much you know where would this thing be at what would i be looking for um sort of situation so i wish there was something that kind of zeroed in on that a little bit more for you but yeah it was quick it was snappy and cocoons a game that i really enjoyed playing so i felt like it was fun pursuing that platinum as well um but yeah with the spider-man one obviously that was the first that came to mind because like y'all said it's simple it's an incredible game and minus a few pain points i really loved like some of what you got for doing all of them whether it was like a suit Mm. for like a side quest or like that little cutscene from the spider bots i thought was very very cool awesome amazing I think that's one of the best things that a platinum can do because Spider-Man two is one of the few games kind of ever where I was telling people, Hey, even if you don't even care about the platinum finish this thing specifically so that you can like see what you get out of it, you know? And it's like, I don't often Mm -hmm. get to say that about pursuing a completionist angle for any component of any game.
0: And it's back to the point, right? That we talked so much about in the review and the spoiler cast with Brian, but the idea that, yeah, sure, okay, there's less stuff to do or, than some games, you know, giant 50-hour, 60-hour campaigns. But it was the idea that everything mattered. Everything felt like it was fleshed out. Everything, you know what I mean? Like, I enjoyed doing everything, and lots of these things you thought were just a side quest ended with, like, a really cool beat. Yeah. Uh, of course, the audience agreed with us, as they always do. They never disagree with us. That's kind of funny. Uh, a whopping 64% of the vote is Spider-Man 2, with various spellings. Both Marvel, Spider-Man, Ma- Ma- Spider-Man 2, no hyphen, Spider-Man 2 with a hyphen. Mm. Uh, there's a whole, There's goofy-ass ones in here that I had to tabulate, which I didn't appreciate, but 64% of the vote there. Uh, your next closest one would be Alan Wake 2 with 4.3% of the vote. Jesus. That's 64 to Spider-Man, 4.3, and then the, we just get into the tiniest of numbers.
3: Does uh, anyone have a sense of like how hard that trophy list is or not? Because Alan that's Wake one 2? that I'm kind of... Yeah. L2 kind of isn't that, hard. Like it'd be, I
0: yeah, I, I I thought about doing it when they dropped New Game Plus. I was like, okay, here we go. Or what do they call it? Final Draft. When they dropped Final Draft, I was like, you know, maybe I'll jump in there and do it right now. That could be fun. And then it was the it's it's collectibles, you know, so it's gotta be that thing of Got cool, I got the power picks guide open next to me and I'm going and I'm like,
3: Yeah, that's gonna give you s- like a magic emerald that yeah More games need to be like, Hey man slap on a little detector on my shoulder blade. The thing you just need is, is over
0: out. there, right? Yeah. So it's like there it does are seem it's simple
4: co- enough though that like I, I remember also being in the same uh wavelength as you Greg of like uh, let me just look at the trophies see what I have mm-hmm. left and uh not doing a completionist like uh playthrough or whatever. I was mostly all like uh I had most of the trophies already and then like looking at the completion rate of like how many people have a platinum I was like, "Oh damn, that's I feel like that's higher than usual so
0: yeah over here uh, uh m- m- Mar- I'm just, oh, marvin the martian i see what you did there uh marv the martian i see what you did there says alan Wake 2 is a collect with missable ones and that was what originally broke me on it where i was yeah. like oh, i don't feel like doing new, another playthrough then they dropped then i was like oh maybe i would and then i was like that would ruin the experience of the new game plus for me <laughs> i'm sitting there being like i'm not even paying attention to the story i'm just looking at all the collectibles i only got like i think it's too four hours left in the callisto protocol and i'm like because all i need are these collectibles mm. and i'm like ah do i really want to go sit th- is that what i want to do tonight sit down there at the thing i keep thinking about cameron kennedy saying that he has like 130 hours in
2: spider-man too just he, like, because because i swing so, so much. much yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's wild because <laughs> like you definitely 100% of that game in like hour 25 yeah and so yeah. you spent like 100 hours just swinging around having fun that's awesome Cameron
3: go on uh TikTok live and make build stuff look cool there because people love like and I love watching those on TikTok people have like there's this whole trend of these really aesthetic like swing throughs with like music playing and they'll go like in slow motion and yeah like a lot of I feel like more than most games people really you know people say like oh I just love walking around in that world like in Spider-Man 2 like a lot of people have that feeling. 100%. And like a lot of, not to make Lupio with Normie's camera Kennedy, but like a lot of regular like gamers love that. And I think that's very rare to like have something that, it's so compelling that people just do nothing. Yeah, in it. that's my <laughs>
2: that's, I think that's my uh, if, if I was to throw a complaint at the content uh, of like the side stuff. And like this doesn't have much to do with the trophy list, right? But like, I wish there was some, act, maybe a couple activities that were like repeatable in a way that kept mm, you coming mm. back. Because I felt like when once I 100%ed the game, I was like, well there's nothing left to do here, right? Like, there's not even a new game plus. And so, either I swing it around and do random crimes, or I put this game down and, you Do know, crimes? Right or, like so, you know, solve crimes. <laughs> Whatever Spider-Man does. Maybe do crimes. I'd be jaywalking in that game. But, like, you know, like, yeah, like, I, I wish there was some kind of repeatable activity that I can come back to, aside from just, like, doing the It'd crimes. It'd be cool
3: if they leaned into that and did, like, some type of, like, mode... That was an explicit nod to the way people would just kind of swing around that game, like additional you know what? challenges or something. That they I've been thinking there. a long,
0: uh, uh, for a long time. A lot of PlayStation Studios should add a roguelite. You know what <sighs> I mean?
2: What if they did that? Oh my God, a Spider-Man roguelite! Do you know the crimes I'll commit to get that?
0: (laughs) 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 Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to commit a crime to get the best kind of funny content. You can head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny, where of course you can watch us record PS. I love you XOXO for free. You can watch us record the other podcasts. You can get all the podcasts ad free either live as we record them on demand as a video on demand as an MP3. And of course you can get more than 400 bonus episodes of content like the daily Greg way vlogs all on patreon.com slash kind of funny. But guess what, Jack? You're not on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. So here's a word from our sponsor.
1: This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot. Having to figure out, am I getting a gift for this person? Am I not? Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to do just that with therapy. You can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced your trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash funny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp h-e-l-p dot com slash kind of funny betterhelp.com slash kind of funny we now turn our eyes to
0: best playstation plus essential game janet where'd you land
3: i landed on death's door from oh i think that was from august 2023 i also landed on the fact that i think y'all should make a doc that just has all of these because i was googling every Google. single month
0: I ended up on a reddit post that had it all. Oh, man.: If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link, so you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind.
1: Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter.
3: Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. See, I just, I was like, like. I was on game In Ramp. the PlayStation blog, just raw. Like, just like. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs>
0: You're in the library for, for doing the work.
3: Yeah, um, but that's Door, it's so fucking good. Like, this is a really incredible video game. It's um it was one of my favorites from the year it released and it still remains really beloved for me um you know it's interesting like a lot of people have that comparison point to like this in tunic um i still think the combat from this is just like so freaking good um and the exploration is quite fun as well and there's a lot of just like style and heart and intrigue to it um and in general i really want to just shout out august 2023 because it also had Dreams as well, which I also considered putting on there momentarily. And then, nice. funnily enough, because I was looking through this list with um my boyfriend Isaiah, uh, like looking through all like the months, and he's like, whoa, "Whoa, whoa, don't discount PGA 2K23 because this year he got weirdly into PGA 2K23. He oh, logged yeah. like a few, like a dozen plus hours with his friends, like cause they were looking for something to play together. It was so... the
4: year of the
0: golf game. We played a lot sure. of golf here, yeah.
3: Yeah, so it's like, you know, and I think that's also speaks to the fun that is PlayStation Plus, where like. PlayStation, they that was like a classic PS Plus moment for them to have, and I think that is the coolest part of the service. Of like, sometimes it's cool getting things you know you want, but sometimes it's cooler getting things that you don't know you want. I haven't quite had that moment this year with PS Plus, but I do love Death Store, so I want to shout it out.
2: Did you redeem anything this year?
3: Oh man, that's a great question. I know I redeemed some stuff, but I didn't redeem much. And honestly, like. I'm going uh, back to being over redeeming because what do I need these for? I'm not I have gonna most of the things. I'm not
2: gonna lie. This year, I don't recall redeeming much either. Like I yeah, think I redeemed maybe redeemed a, a few games, and I definitely like I remember judging you a couple years yeah. ago about this. And like now that I'm here, I'm like, I know she, she was right all along. I was like along. she might have be been right. Like I'm not playing any of these PS Plus games anymore. But I'm also like. Be, that's I'm, a trajectory
3: a lot of my haters go through bless so i'm glad you finally made of realizing back, you're right you know? they like oh my god was she fucking right but, it, but it's bad. also because
2: yeah. like i work for kind of funny right and so like a lot of i one, i'm already busy yes. playing new games and so we're also getting codes for stuff and so like i don't really have time to go back and play death's door for a second time or it's despite, worth yes. putting
0: out chia was on there right so like oh, even, we reviewed that at launch or played it at launch but that i would count that yeah as, you know
2: uh, I want to give a shout out to Portland Kevin, who says, "Is Blessing gonna pick an extra tier game for this uh, again?" I want to rem- remind you that last year the category was just called Best PS Plus game. This yeah. year it's Best PS Plus Essential game.
3: Essential game. Yeah. I don't was know she, if that was on that purpose. Extra and not essential.
0: We say that again. Sorry. Oh, was it? Wasn't I don't even know.
3: Extra and not essential. See, I, I was, was gonna even say even if know.
0: you're gonna call out Blessing on that, you gotta call it all yourselves because Sea of Stars is on the audience picks, and it's like no, no, no. no.
2: Yeah. So like, I, oh, I did pick an essential game. I picked Dreams, um, mainly for the fact that like one you got trend when you got dreams so then also in dreams you have thousands of games that you can play now some of them are dreams good but then some of them are good good (laughs) (laughs) like oh and lock is a masterpiece and so you got a masterpiece in there as well so if you have dreams boot it up play lock
3: i think too like with your dreams pick bless um like one of the reasons i wanted to like give it a nod which i'm glad that it was like your pick so i'm like okay cool we have it covered is even though it is too little too late i'm like finally dreams free for people because that's the thing like there is that's like what we talked about for years and years like why is this never offered as part of ps plus essential and it really like definitely came in too late but i'm like you know what at least now people more people can play it because i do think that barrier to entry of like what is this is it just a collection of things i never wanted i don't know like okay look you have it if you have ps plus and hopefully it made more people give it a go because I do think the campaign in that game is also very.
0: Enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Art stream. Art stream was fucking yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, For my uh, best PlayStation plus essential game. I tossed on Callisto protocol with no shame. And wow. for the fact of what it is, of course we are kind of funny. We're higher on uh, Callisto than a lot of people. Uh, but I think it is a great free game where it's like, you look at the reviews and they're like either, you know, they're middling, they're a little high, they're a little, but it's not getting tens or anything like that. And so you go, oh, I can skip this one. I think there's something fun to play there, right? In terms of how good it looks, in terms of them trying this melee combat stuff, in terms of being spooky and scared. And it came out in October. And so I think like when I think of like, I look at the list of games, obviously Death Door is an amazing game. Don't get me wrong. But it is this idea of like, oh, well, this is a cool, timely game you might have skipped because you weren't there and you want to jump in there and see if this ip that hopefully they come back to eventually one day does something for you
3: i think too on that note for callisto even though i I also did not like it i played like an hour and i'm like nah i'm good but i did play that hour and i think i did did actually probably play that through ps plus i'm not gonna say that's for sure a fact but one thing that is cool in conversation with what bless pointed out where it's like oh we get a lot of codes for work there are times where it's a game that maybe i'm not as passionate about but i do want to try because it's a new game and i purposefully if i have like ps plus or game pass i'll just like not put in for a code for it like with whatever because out- I'm, I'm not covering a pre-release i'm like well i can just get it on here so i feel like it still has some of those benefits potentially um i think just especially depending on like you know size of outlet or whatever but then for, sure. just for like a regular player like i think in a way i'd rather have a new who knows how good it is game than like an older known quantity i think the perfect combo of something like ps plus is that it's offering you a bit of both, like give me the hits, but also give me what's hot occasionally, and it really adds, I think, value to the service to have a big release. Because Callisto, even though it didn't pan out, that was like a big release. Like everyone was paying attention to it. Like a lot of people covered it. Like that was the ga- one of the games of that month. Granted, it was also early in the year, but like it was last people year, were paying attention. Right?
2: It was uh, November last year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because they tried to get out before Dead Space.
2: Yeah. yeah. That was a wild one. Because like. That was again because you mentioned how we had kind of funny liked it, and it's so funny because we didn't talk about we. Did, uh, this wasn't one that we had a conversation about as we were reviewing. Like we didn't really know each other's thoughts until we reviewed it, and all of us were like, "Yeah, like this game's great," and like I remember we yeah, four to five, right? And I was yeah. like, "Oh
0: yeah, you did great." I mean, I'm sure it'll be like sevens or you know yeah. low eights when I was yeah. talking to Glenn about it or whatever. And like, congratulations, <laughs> and then <laughs> reviews <laughs> dropped. You're like, "Oh, we." This is one of those where we were not on the yeah. Post. <laughs> like I
2: liked it. I like that. I I'd like to think that. I and and also we have a good like finger on a pulse of like yeah no this game's gonna probably review well or this game's probably not gonna review that well based on like what we're playing yeah but yeah Callisto, we were all just collectively way off right yeah. and like obviously like
0: that's well, our not opinion way well I mean don't get me wrong there were like fours out of tens but yeah. like not way it was like. People were giving like sixes. I'm like, oh yeah. shit. By really? three, well,
2: I think it was like even after we recorded what our review. I remember thing? I was DMing some I was re- DMing like your a reviewer from like another outlet, and they're like, Hey, like, did you play uh, Callisto? What do you think? And I was like, Oh yeah, I thought it was great, I thought it was awesome. And he was like, Wait, really? I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, we're like,
0: having <laughs> we're having a side conversation over here on a Discord and hey yeah, liter- sixty nine no. is what uh, Callisto yeah. is. Really? yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, man i don't know man i, well, I get like, it but is I'm it underrated like, wow. to
3: y'all and i'm kind of curious like do you or are you looking back like
2: i guess by definition I see it,
3: you know or like I, is it like by definition
2: oh, I, I i would say for me i would say a little underrated but i also see it like all the right, all the criticisms okay. people say i'm not like no i don't like i definitely see everything people are saying i think i just didn't mind that stuff as much
0: i yeah i agree with that yeah i, I think a 69 is underrating it but like I would go into the low seventies. I, I, yeah. I think that's, so it's like, I'm really like, yeah, I'm talking about fractions of points here that like, yeah. so it's a weird thing to say. I think the, it's back to similar, what we were talking about with in a di- similar, but different to before your eyes where I think, or not before. Uh, yeah. Was it wasn't no oxen free where yeah. it's like one of those things that because it was a contentious review of like, people are all over the place on it. Then people were just walked away and like, Oh, well, it must not be that great and i don't yeah. think that's an accurate representation of the game i think that for a bunch of people the game is going to be a great time and you're going to really enjoy yourself as yeah. a horror fan you know dead space fan whatever but then it's not i'm not trying to discredit the people who didn't like it that are also those people it's it's a weird one where i yeah. think i think I, that's why i think it's a great play, playstation plus game because it is try it hey, out try
2: it out yourself we
0: liked it legitimately yeah. it's like <laughs> so the I difference like when i'm
2: like you know i'm talking to somebody about the game and i'm like yeah and like the combat system is like punch out and they're like yeah, the combat system is like punch out, right? Like yeah, a different, yeah, same yeah, thing, yeah, 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 different yeah, yeah. tones of like, you were like, oh, that's good. No, that's not good.
3: Yeah.
0: Let's move on to the category called best studio. Janet, go ahead and speak for me.
3: Uh, it's Insomniac because they, you know, made Marvel Spider-Man 2. This is like one of those classic issues where sometimes with awards, it's like, well, this one kind of reveals the next one. I think at the end of the day, it was... Well, it's weird to say it was acquired a year for PlayStation because I feel like there was a lot of noise, but the noise wasn't necessarily, like, great in a way. So, yeah, I mean, I think they're the obvious pick. Um, I did flirt with the idea of maybe going, like, oh, like, Sony Santa Monica dropped that DLC. And that stuff's great, but I think at the end of the day, like, Marvel Spider-Man is Marvel Spider-Man. Like, not only is it an incredible game, but it is, like, the thing that you're playing exclusively on PlayStation. Like, I, it's, it's almost impossible, like, for me not to conceptualize giving it to them but then at the same time bless i'm interested with what you put down because i do think there's a conversation to be had there for best studio
2: yeah i mean i think this one's a little bit of how you interpret it right because i got when i was filling out the doc i turned to greg and i'm like when we say best studio are we saying playstation studio or like are we expanding that out and my
0: thought is interpret the questions however you want to right Mm -hmm. so it's the best studio that was on playstation
2: yeah and so my answer is capcom uh, and that is because we got a Resident Evil 4 remake, but then also we got Street Fighter 6, and both those, I would say, are the, the, some of the biggest games of the year, alongside something like Spider-Man, right? Of course. But when I go through my list of my favorite games this year, I mean, Street Fighter 6 is high up, right? Like, Street Fighter 6 it was such a um, a smash hit for me. Um, and then coupling that with a Resident Evil 4 remake, which is such a smash hit for so many people, and it's a game that I really mm. enjoyed when I played through. Um, I think that double hit this year uh, puts Capcom in a place where it's like, man, these guys don't miss, right? And, like, they've been on this... Um, trajectory for a while of putting out games that have been great, right? For the last however many years, as we've gotten into modern Capcom, between Monster Hunter World, the, Monster, Mo- Ra- the modern Resident Evils, and the list goes on. But yeah, I think this year having that double hit of Resident Evil 4, Street Fighter 6, for me, puts them on another uh, echelon. I know it's a tough thing because, like, also you know they're a publisher at the same time, and so like, I don't sure. know, it's unfair to compare them to Insomniac because Insomniac point, is one yeah, studio, I about that if I and to like you know, Capcom is a studio that also operates as a publisher, so unfair comparisons, but you know, just for the sake of being different, I'm going to say Capcom.
0: It's a good pick. I like it. Yeah. You know, for me with again, clear your mind, answer the question on the studio. I say it's obviously for Spider-Man, of course, but then also as we look to the future, like and you talk about what you're excited for on PlayStation five and out of the first party and all the exclusives, right? Like really just Wolverine, right? Like mm. hell divers, of course, don't get me wrong. I'm excited for it, which is technically a studios game, even though they don't own Arrowhead, but it's like, Wolverine's the one we're all that you know is coming and you're looking forward to and they've announced and where is it and blah 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 like mm-hmm. that's what I, I, I th- for me that's why it gets dropped in there whereas Capcom did it had yeah, a great not looking forward to Monster Hunter Wilds I get it I really am <laughs> you know I, I, I the final one of the listener one was your exclusive that you're excited for and I, I almost went to I'm like oh shit no well that doesn't that doesn't make sense, but you know I can't wait for that monster hunter. Don't worry about that. Uh of course the audience once again agreed with us because they always do. 71.9% of the vote goes to Insomniac in the various spellings of Insomniac, which there aren't that many ways to spell Insomniac. Well, you guys figured it out to make it harder on me, which I appreciated. Behind it, of course, was Sony Santa Monica with six point nine. Nice percent of the nice. vote. Uh, and then Gorilla Games was in there as well with one point two. Remedy was happening as well, so I appreciate that.
3: Also, uh, I think Barrett pointed out that we forgot to mention the audience pick for PlayStation Plus Essential Game, which was Death Store.
0: Story. I thought I did. I apologize. No, yeah, Death Store uh it was the clear and away winner there, and then it's like into granular-ass percentage points,
4: so yeah. that's what's going on over there. Thank I you, only Barrett. dropped it in chat because I, I forgot if we had mentioned it or not. No, I
0: appreciate that. Thank you very much for making sure we were honest on that. This is a question I wanted to bring in while we're talking about Insomniac being a studio. Obviously they've had a hell of a week with a giant leak of information about Wolverine, about dates, about a million other things. Uh, Boogie writes in and says with the insomniac leaks, uh, do you think it will have an impact on game developers joining PlayStation studios as it is not the first big security breach to happen? <laughs> then puts in parentheses, PSN and naughty dog. I think it's a simple question of no, not at all because like, yeah. this is, I mean, hopefully PlayStation will fucking figure out a better security method and pass all that information on. But who else do we want to look at? rockstar, Suicide Squad, uh, or so Rockstar, uh, Rocksteady. Rock thank or, you so much. Yeah. No, I'm saying Rockstar for GTA leaking, oh, yeah. I see. Rocksteady for Suicide All Squad, rocks, really. Capcom for <laughs> things. You know, what I mean, like
2: I also think that like it's I I, I don't think it's a PlayStation issue that Insomniac got um, hacked, right? Like yeah. I think it's more so Insomniac and in the kind of games they work on, right? Like the fact that it, this is a studio that is um, has so many eyes on them because they make Spider Man. They're making an exciting Wolverine game, and they have like the, the, they have the kind of slate that people are like oh that, I want to know I want to know and I that's that seems like valuable information for us to get for us to
0: extort them who you who you think who, like oh I gotta know what other studio are you putting out where people are like I don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> see I wasn't even thinking about that uh, it's, it's just totally a funny, funny question and I don't it's not a quality question I would th-
2: I would throw like <laughs> I like the idea that the hackers are going through the list and they're like yo we Ooh. can hack we
0: can hack EA and find out
2: about a Madden." <laughs> see I was gonna be like oh okay well, let's look at PlayStation what they got the uh, media molecule I don't know yeah, Insomniac yeah, yeah that's <laughs> <the way>. um, <laughs> but yeah and I also think Insomniac and the way in the way they operate right like they only got acquired a few years ago i don't know if that like i don't think playstation acquires them and goes we're
0: gonna make Here's our your cyber security yeah systems. we're gonna make
2: our security systems your security systems i assume that insomniac probably op, uh, has like that part of their operations probably independently and so i think it's, it's, it's if playstation has any effect on like them being the ones that are hacked i think it's more so maybe just the eyes that are on insomniac as opposed to anything else and to that right like i think Insomniac also probably wants a parent company like PlayStation to go, all right, we just got hacked. What do we do? We're like, sue help all us. these people
0: and figure it out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like, give down. us your resources, PlayStation. Blessing. Greg. Let's move on to the best PlayStation exclusive. Our final category of us before we get to the audience categories. Uh, what did you pick? I picked Final Fantasy 16. Ooh!
2: yeah because i didn't want this to be a fucking you know, monolithic but We're would you about say spider-man
0: yet. 2 if you weren't worried about being different no i'd still say final okay, fantasy great. 16 yeah i
2: still wow. say final fantasy 16. so you're
3: one of uh the final fantasy 16 people
2: yeah i'm one of the final fantasy 16 sickos as they call us <laughs> um and honestly it's not it's actually kind of close probably yeah like it's 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 not far and above like i think on any given day you ask me on a different day i might put spider-man 2 above final fantasy 16 the reason Hypocrit. why <laughs> listen all right i'm sorry that my mind changes um uh, <laughs> okay. but uh i think the reason why I, I at first blush right here right now i'm going to final fantasy 16 is because how of how affecting that story was for sure. me as i played through it right like what the characters go through as clive as as sid as the rest of the cast the performances in that game are so fucking good right like i really love ben Starr as clive i really love the actor that plays sid i uh, uh ralph innocent um I think the uh, back and forth between the characters and the relationships feels, it feels so grand because it's Final Fantasy and it's dealing with magic and it's, fe- it's dealing with nations and royalty and all these things that are big ideas, right? But the way that they ground them in like specific characters and the way that they have this flow that almost feels like I'm getting seasons of an anime. Like I did a lot of comparison to this game to Dragon Ball uh, uh, Z and that's mainly for just like the ha- the way in which they level up each encounter with like the new villain of the week or whatever or the new villain sure. of this of the saga that we're in and the way it starts off with okay here's this guy now here's the guy that's more powerful now here's a guy that's even more powerful. and like you're working your way can through you move the power of this man yeah and like there are such hype moments in this game that like gave me goosebumps right let alone the soundtrack let alone the visuals let alone everything like i think final fantasy 16 um for like even the complaints you can throw at it right like i think it oversees that stuff like i think it, it really does rise to the occasion and like I just, I just fucking love this game on another level. So, for me, I, I would say it's the best PS5 exclusive
0: this year. Uh, you were not alone for the audience vote. Final <laughs> Fantasy 16 got number two. Uh, and I'm just going to start rounding with about what? The you can 24, leave at number two. <laughs> 24, 24% of the vote.
2: Oh, okay. That's higher than I thought, actually. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Compared to the 58.3% of the vote that went to Spider Man 2, which was, of course, Janet and I's pick. Yeah. what needs to be said at this point you know what i mean spider-man 2 it's what a, a game time. what a great time it's good the yeah. game is good Turns game, out this game, game is good, good.
3: medic Meta- yeah. even Meta um, cricket agreed yeah like it's um i don't know it's so funny like with marvel spider-man 2 because the i know the classic thing lobbied against it is like i don't know it's like more of what we know and it's like a little like it's so polished that it like lacks the dynamics of deeper intrigue and that is true but like it's also a good-ass video game yeah i'm sorry like it's not yes it's not you know an exciting deep cut pick it doesn't have a lot of um things to even debate positively or negatively about it but it it was a really enjoyable time and frankly you know i've mentioned it on the show before but i was personally really impressed with the ways that at least for me i felt like the combat did get improved in that it was sort of smoothed out a bit with like kind of mapping everything just to like face buttons and like off to the side and yes it is a lot of me just looking at cooldowns but you know what whatever i don't you know what i mean like it is is. like i i still had fun doing that i like being really op in games i like that this leans into it i love the ways they sort of kind of forced you to wait on getting certain abilities despite being able to like level up really aggressively like i think they did a really cool push and pull with things i like how they rolled out the side content with the main content I just had a good time playing Spider-Man. Me too. So sue me. You know, it's like, but yeah, that was my favorite PlayStation exclusive. Again, it speaks um, to
0: like what yeah. I want out of PlayStation exclusives in their studios, right? I want great gameplay and a great story and a great time. And I feel like that game was that. And it could have, you know, oh, I see people going through, right? Uh, Anthony Corbett in the live chat. My only nitpick of Spider-Man 2 was it was a little short and rushed story-wise. Yeah, I, I, The rush bits, you know, eye the beholder kind of thing, but like short, yeah, like still i appreciated being done and feeling like i got everything out of it and wanting more and again as we've talked about i know games daily on the day of recording today thursday was about like our triple a game sustainable right like i think shorter experiences would go a long way for that and see if we can get on the way the one my biggest and i wouldn't even thought about it till we were here doing the show Mm -hmm. enjoying each other's company watching that trailer the saddest thing about spider-man 2 is that here we are on the other side of it it's done platinum to put away and i still can't stand the new peter parker the oh, whole, yeah. The whole, look, at this,
2: look at this dude's face. Bring up his face. The so I fucking can roast hope it. man
0: was like, of course, when I'm playing Remastered or, my, or when, I'm, when I'm playing Miles Morales and the new Peter Pops up, I'm like, oh, right. They changed it, right? That's weird. And it was like, well, I'll play 20 hours of Spider-Man too." And on the other side, I'll be like, that's Peter. Mm-hmm. And look at it, I'm like, you're not fucking Peter. Yeah, You never will be.
3: I have a quick question about the whole is is this game too short conversation or yeah. whatever am i forgetting like when He's... the first game came out did people also have that conversation like marvel Spider Man one no that's i think that's ridiculous because they are literally literally the same length of hell on a beat if you want the only difference is main plus sides for spider-man 2 and i know it's like oh self-reported like the data's you know not like the most scientific approach in the universe main and sides for two is 22 and a half versus main and sides for one is 25 and a half but and like I guess the completionist is also longer for Spider-Man, so maybe that's kind of the gap. But even then, it's the, like only a few hours of a gap. The main and that's story is because the
4: they cleaned up the side uh stuff to yeah. have it be more fun. That's like go back to, to Spider-Man, Spider-Man one and try to get that platinum again. That shit is not fun.
0: And that's my and that's a hundred percent the point I would have made, Barrett, right? Where it's like, I think it's rose tinted glasses where by the end of some of that Spider-Man, like the fucking those last few sable bases I was fighting, I'm like, ah, like I don't mm-hmm. want to do this anymore, but I need to platinum this game.
2: Yeah. I, so but I, I do, feel like
0: by the end of it, I was like, I need a break. I
2: do think there's something there. Cause I still go back to the what I was talking <laughs> about earlier. Bander
0: Essence, Spider-Man 2 would be longer with worse load times. Yeah. it's a great point. But
2: I do think there's something to about to what I said earlier about like I finished Spider-Man two and there's nothing to do. Like I could do the Mysterio missions and that's about it, right? Whereas like I feel like for Spider-Man one, there's still like stealth challenges I can go back and do. And like again, a lot of it is repeated content right sure. Like once you three star shit you three star shit but i i, I think spider-man 2 could have used some of that in his post game content because there really is like not shit you can do in that post game and i think that gives people the perception of oh that's it and like you like sure. you have nothing left maybe even a new game plus could have gone a long way into making people feel like they have more to do um but i think most of it is honestly like just feeling as opposed to like the um what is actually laid in there i think the amount of content yeah i think is pretty much the exact same as like a spider-man one
0: Uh, To end the show, I want to move on to a speed round of the topics slash award categories you wrote in for, ladies and gentlemen. Big Daddy Empower wrote in and said, biggest miss of the year. And for me, I wrote down PlayStation's live service push. Of course you can say, well, none of them came out. What are you talking about? Just just fucking the the announcement of 12 plus coming out. Last of Us steps on the rake eventually is canceled by the end of the year. Jim Ryan retires. They walk it back six. Like It was such a Hey, we have all these live service games. And then the audience being like, we don't want them. (laughs) Like, we don't want this shit. Well, here's a PlayStation showcase that features many of them. We don't want these. What is this? No. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And like what that will, what the ripples of that will be next year in 2025, 2026, how many of them actually come out? How, how, if any of the green lighting of 12 of them that have been scaled back to six, that will probably be scaled back from there. If that slowed down the production on the PlayStation games you'd actually want remains to be seen. But the fact that I feel like PlayStation had all this goodwill for what they were doing and were keeping single player games alive and these are the triple A experiences, yada yada yada. And then just like, we're gonna do this now. Everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing? Huge miss.
3: Yeah, Plus, I think on that note, far. oh no, 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 please, please. yeah, I'd like to go in just because it's really related to what you're talking about, Greg. Um, that PlayStation showcase.
0: Yes. That's, that that's your biggest was, miss, yeah
3: yeah like okay like that thing was a a two-pack of ass if i'm being honest like i'm so sorry (laughs) to the people who showed their games but like that thing sucked and never was i let this be a lesson to everyone listening never put your work over existing because during that time like i had a vacation set up and i'm not gonna lie to you like because again i love you know covering this content and that's a big deal and especially for our show i was like damn man i'm missing the playstation showcase well, you know, I'm gonna live my life. I already set this up I'm not gonna put my vacation on hold to like cover the places and showcase Um, I still did watch it though because Isaiah also likes playstation But I didn't like, t- you know, do all my stuff for it And when I was sitting in my hotel in palm springs, never was I so thankful that I was like This is why you don't put shit on hold for work because Look at what I would have sacrificed for and for what i'm like, and I, I was so vindicated in that moment with how bad it was But again, I, I was really surprised. I think the thing about it is, you know, we spend so much time talking about, you know, what PlayStation can do, what's next, what their roadmap could be. It's clear they have like a really powerful um, team of, of studios and ideas. And I just feel like we didn't see much of that. And that's really why it was that big letdown. Because it's, sure. it's like, if this is your big moment and this is what you have, that's, that's kind of rough. And hey, not everything's going to be great all the time, but it was certainly a one of the weaker ones that I think we've experienced in recent history.
2: Plus, what was yours? Uh, The PSVR 2 launch lineup. Sure. You know, I think we're still in a place where I'm not uh, excited about the games that are on PSVR 2. I'm not that motivated to plug in my PSVR 2 to try try out what's on the platform. Uh, And that was the thing that I was like, you know, I remember back in the day, back in February, when we, like, reviewed PlayStation VR 2. So long ago. uh, And, like, we got a lot of pushback from people in comments, whatever. And, like, you know, a lot of it made me go, "Eh, maybe I'm wrong about this lineup. Maybe it'll shape up. Maybe the people are seeing something that I'm not seeing. And uh, still a year later, I'm still in a place where I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not excited at all about the games. Horizon Call of the Mountain, like, I gave a three out of five in that review. I thought it was yeah. whatever. Um, I think Gran Turismo is pretty cool. Um, but before, <laughs> this is pretty cool. Yeah, before your eyes was dope playing VR, but, like, I don't think the things I'm talking about here are, are, like, system sellers or things yeah, to get hype about yeah, or yeah, things yeah. to be like, yo, y'all need to get a PSVR 2. Like, there's not really... the, the PSVR 2 doesn't have that still as of now. Yeah. Um, and so, for me, that's a disappointment. I think a year into the platform, we should start to be, like... Oh, I could see why I would get this thing, but it's really hard for me to to tell people to go out and get it.
0: From there, we move on to Brandon, who wrote in to psi nope kindoffunny slash psi o y and said, "Best hardware, Janet."
3: Um, I don't have a shit for this category, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I wrote faceplates, and face there's a PS Slim, I guess. I don't have any of it. I okay. will be taking Greg's DualSense Edge, so I'll let I'll report back on that. But other than that, I haven't dipped into what the hardware offerings or where besides PSVR2 which as bless said didn't end up and being I like the, I that that's the only
0: thing you really have and you're like I ain't putting that shit here no, because it's like what am
3: i going to lie to you like i guess it's best cuz like my you know I, honestly great. i'll take the faceplates over PSVR2 i know it's going to sound rude as hell that's my truth i would use them and speak i your speak your truth speak your truth janet you know
2: yeah, I, I my my answer. I'm actually split between two things, but I'm going to commit to the DualSense Edge. Uh, you I, use it all the time, right? Yeah, this is my main controller. I fucking I'm love so this thing. to have that edge. It's so nice. I love using it. Uh, I also want to give a big shout out though to the PlayStation Pulse Explorers. Oh man!
0: You do use those all the time too. Those are you on your. I see. You w- yeah, literally. Stuff like all I'm time.
2: just in the office wearing the PlayStation Pulse Explorer. Yeah. I. I. I mean, it's so useful again to the fact that they can. I fixed my issue where I couldn't get them to connect to the PS5. <laughs> Turns right. out there's a button on the USB stick that you yeah, gotta press. Yeah, that yeah. does not look like a button. Maybe should, you
0: didn't throw away the instruction manual. I, do, right? I
2: threw away the instruction manual so quick. How hard can this
0: be? Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'll figure this out.
2: Um, but man, I've gone to a place now where I can play my video games, but also be connected to my my phone via Bluetooth at the same time. Yeah. It's a game changer. This has changed everything about the way I interact with my PlayStation. I fucking love it. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to music while I'm playing Rocket Racing. While playing Fortnite Lego, like I'm doing all this stuff at the same time, and it's fucking fantastic. Uh, it's using Spotify. Yeah, using Spotify on my iPhone because you know you could do that on your PlayStation Five. Yeah, you know. but like it's also like an <laughs> extra button press or whatever. So now also it's like too.
3: The app is a little inconsistent. It is like, also true. Yeah, I know. Like,
2: I've crashed a bunch of.
3: The levels will get all funky, yeah. like I think yeah. But and I have like local music
2: to you on my away. phone as and well. You
0: can make a phone call with it, which or something calls you, call. which is nice. I so. can listen
2: to Pocket Cast podcast. Oh now. my god,
0: Pocket Cats, I love me. Yeah. Uh for me, of course, I put Playstation Portal shocking no one. <laughs> Pocket Cats. Yeah, you said Pocket <laughs> Cast, but I said Pocket Cast is a joke. Uh Playstation <laughs> Portal. Uh, you know, again, as somebody who remote played nearly every night. I now remote play every night, it seems. And again, like Jen is so happy as a light sleeper that I can now come to bed and lay next to her and play PlayStation rather than go downstairs thunder upstairs at midnight knock something over or whatever mm-hmm. I can just be next to her cursing as I try to beat whatever I'm trying to beat in Diablo but PlayStation Portal it'll be interesting as we talked about with the PlayStation wrap up last episode if next year when it's like your favorite controller what and they showed the dual senses yeah. and I'll be interested if portals on there and if so mm. if that wins out but we will wait and see for what 2024 it brings um I like the odd ones here. We're gonna do Chris to wrap uh, no, no, no. Let's wrap up with Chelsea. Chris, you were very close. I apologize to you. But Chelsea's uh, wrap up is best 2023 game. You can't wait to play in 2024. And then Chelsea says, for me, it's Alan Wake 2 and Resident Evil 4. I did not have the time to squeeze them in uh, before the year ended, and they but they are high on my 2024 game of the year watch. Hmm. I love this question because what actually have legs from this year or that we missed or that whatever, right? And so for me, I put Diablo 4. Uh, I expect fully to still be Obsessed with it come January. I think it'll probably be the game that'll be listed next year as the first thing I played. And then, of course, Vessel of Hatred, the expansion is supposed to drop next year. And I have high expectations for that.
2: Vessel of Hatred.
0: Yeah. that's They announced it at BlizzCon that that's the... They got real
2: cool names for this Diablo they do.
0: So. You gotta come back. Come play.
2: Did I you ever play? I, I played for like maybe two hours. and All I was right, like, cool. this isn't for me. Fair enough.
3: Okay. Now that yeah. Just leave it alone. Though. What are you excited What's for?
2: Uh, Street Fighter Six. I'm gonna play m- way more yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any other game from this year that I'm probably I'm gonna revisit in the future years. I think what's done is done. I'm sorry, Sea of Stars and Barrett. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't have time to like play games that are not. You know, modern. No, I feel you. Are, Not new.
3: modern. <laughs> sorry, <that laughs> yeah. don't, don't go modern. to
2: the that fucking anything.
4: thing. Don't do the anything thing where it's like all oh, turn bases and fucking no. modern. What, what I modern? You play turn based new. games.
2: I meant like new. Like I, I, I yeah. like you know the, there current, are games, hotness. the, current, the current hotness. The current what you need
0: to be part of the current you know? conversation. Yeah.
2: People want me to be playing Persona Three Reload, including you, Barrett. People want me to be playing Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth, including me. <laughs> like I want to be playing the new games. Yes. I'm sorry, CF Stars. I ain't got the time. Um, but I do have time for Street Fighter Six because I always have time for Street Fighter Six and so.
0: Jana, what do you have time for in the new year from the last year?
3: I probably don't have time for shit as well, but, um, and there's the obvious ones that I know I'm going to play, like I'm going to continue my Baldur's Gate 3 playthrough, but yeah. I wanted to pick something more interesting, so I was kind of looking at like, what what would I love to be able to get back to chaotically? And I think it's Jedi Survivor. I, I feel like that game oh. was really fun. I only played a few hours of it. Um, I liked it. I get the, you know, I, I kind of see why people aren't like, this is so, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread, but I think it's so... There's something I find so cozy about the design. I think because aspects of it feel very old school PlayStation, yet I think they have a lot of like modernizations to them to make them still feel sure. good in the modern era. And I really like that about it. The Like, I don't know. It feels like such a cozy experience. I love the um, the sort of different settings and styles that you can lean into where sure it's doing the souls thing, but it's not like it's impossible and you can kind of, you know, fuss around to make it easier for yourself if you want to and I really like that I played a bit of Fallen Order and I wasn't into it and playing Survivor even just those first few hours I'm like okay they clearly took a lot of notes from the first one and made proper adjustments and I really like that so I would love to see that through Um, I feel like it'll be a fun thing to randomly play at a random point in the year and have people be like this is unrelated to what's going on and I'm like fuck it
0: you're, like, well, well, when Genes you're getting Survivor. ready for Star Wars Outlaws right when there'll be that'll be uh, on the tip of everyone's tongue you could do it then
3: sure uh, I don't want to ruin it though by making a co- you know what I mean I want to just like let it be natural like I'd love to naturally just wander what a in game. on a rainy afternoon Star Wars afternoon, Outlaws you
0: know uh, cool. Survivors but yeah hopefully that's great yeah. Yeah, yeah I hope so too but yeah Survivor what a game that's that was exciting. there was a category that I, we didn't do but it was like the best shitballs that Star Wars game oh. no and I put uh, the Cal and Marin run so if you know what that means great if you don't know big deal. But it was amazing. Is that with all
2: like the portals and teleportation shit just said yeah you know, i'm not gonna talk about
0: it oh sorry okay. <laughs> spoilers
2: that's <laughs> nah, not i think
0: i think that's not a, that's not a spoiler no mm-hmm. okay uh, portals well, since we're not portals. doing the other categories
3: can we do like one final playstation game shout out and just use it for whatever whatever we want sure okay cool because i want to shout out chance of uh that was my uh, no, no, potential sp- underrated game but it's in, at an 85 so it's like that's not really
0: <laughs> you're like oh it's it. got enough ratings it's fine you know what I mean <laughs> I
3: just kind of rate it like maybe I would rate it a little higher but not by something ridiculous I'll keep it short because we're running long but it's just such a fantastic puzzle game it is my favorite puzzle experience of this year by far I think it's so special so different so incredibly interesting um go play it it is a puzzle language game um I'll kind of leave it at that because again running long but I think they make a lot of smart design choices to facilitate you engaging with this gameplay that is essentially guessing what a glyph might mean and then confirming it um it's wonderful sometimes i'm walking back and forth for too long that's my only gripe with it but other than that it it is freaking great and i can't wait to finish it
2: i want to shout out my favorite uh ps5 2023
0: game stellar blade that's it okay Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and I shout out Venba then. I wanted to talk about it at some point in this uh, series, but, or this episode, but it never really came around to uh, the right thing, but yeah. I, I adore Venba, another short, super fun indie game. Put you in somebody else's shoes, experience a different culture. I loved it. Blessing didn't listen to me when I said it, but somebody else said it, and he listened to them, so whatever. They were right.
3: Classic. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been PSI Love You XOXO, your final PSI Love You XOXO of 2023, and you didn't even know it, it was Janet Garcia's final episode as a regular weekly contributor to PSI Love You XOXO. That's right, back in the fall of 2021. Janet stepped up when I said, Hey, I got to go take care of this wife that's about to have a kid. <laughs> then I went on paternity leave. I came back and Janet hung in there with us for the next two years. But now it's time to say goodbye from a weekly capacity, Janet. Yeah. I can't thank you enough, Janet, for all the work you've done for us
3: yeah thanks for having me it's been fantastic um i i don't know there's like a lot to say uh obviously the show means like a lot to me and like getting to hang out with y'all um has been such a pleasure and we went through so many eras together it was really fun seeing you know bless step up as lead host during that portrayal leave time but yeah i mean i i put a lot of thought into my decision to step down as like permanent third chair i would you know of course we'll be coming back to like hang out i'm gonna be there for our game of the year stuff so
0: january 10th we're flying Janet up to be here in studio to hang out with us for the live games cast where we go through game of the year so again this isn't a goodbye it's just like oh okay not every week
3: yeah um essentially i just wanted to sort of create space um in my schedule Uh, i feel like it was the, the a good next step for my career just to kind of open things up i feel like historically as i've gone through things in my experience, like, you don't know how much is out there until you sort of put yourself out there. So sure. this is me kind of doing that, you know, in 2024, of course, focusing in more on the stuff I'm already doing, right? So I'm writing on Pen and pixels, I'm streaming, I'm doing, you know, other podcasts. I'm working on the consulting thing with mock reviews and all of that. But, um, yeah, obviously, you know, if y'all love my podcast content, I do a lot of other podcasts. I'm on MinMax, I'm on Indie Council. I've guessed it a bit on Remap, but um yeah i'm really gonna miss you guys uh over here on ps i love you playstation has been such a big pillar in my career and all its iterations it feels really really weird entering 2024 without like a playstation specific vertical and obviously like i can do what i want and like do whatever kind of coverage (laughs) i want right but like it's it's weird not to have that and like i don't know it's still very much is going to live with me like i plan on just like playing on my show on PlayStation and hanging out and keeping up with things and like, you know, continuing to be a fan of the show as you guys continue to, you know, hold down the fort, but yeah. Thanks for everything. I don't want to be too like, I don't know. I don't want to, I feel like I go for a long time and I wanted it to be too long winded, but um, yeah, like I like love the hell out of this show and I'm going to like miss working with you guys every week. But um, yeah, thank you for having me during this time. It's been a fun era.
0: We love you, Janet. You know that we love you so much. Thank you for everything you've given us. And, of course, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching P.S. I love you, XOXO, throughout 2023. Of course, we will be back in 2024. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Kind of Funny's usual schedules, it's pretty simple. Uh, January 5th is our anniversary. It will be nine years for Kind of Funny on January 5th, 2024. So we will be back in the office that first week of January. But you won't see any new content out of us until our big old stream starting at 10 a.m. Pacific time on Friday, January 5th, 2024, where we stream a whole bunch on youtube.com com slash kind of funny games twitch.tv slash kind of funny games talk to you about the year ahead and have a great time then of course PS I love you will be back the next week with episode 200 god damn that will be episode 200 when we return uh the week of the 8th and most importantly though on Wednesday January 10th 2024 we will be doing and deciding and finding out what kind of funny's game of the year 2023 is? We will be bringing up Janet. We will be bringing up Paris. We will have everyone here on one set, and we will find out as Barrett has been working feverishly on the game of the year package graphics with Andy. Everything else, we submit our top ten to him. He tabulates all the votes, and we find out live along with you what the kind of funny top ten is, including our game of the year. Barrett, how's it going so
4: far? Uh, maybe some of you could uh, send in your votes. You know, that'd be that'd be cool.
0: I'm still playing games. Hey man,
3: if you yeah. wanted if you wanted the vote when. I- I'm
2: going to give it to you when it's due. If you want it earlier, you should have told me earlier. I mean, who knows? I might boot up Sea of Stars
3: during
4: the
2: break. <laughs> don't,
3: <laughs> don't fucking you,
4: lie to me. Why? Don't, If you're going to come, you come up as don't as let it an excuse, you. this is it, what he wants.
2: Y'all be going on January 10th, everybody! Y'all can gaslight and girl boss, but I can't? <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. P.S. I love you. XOXO is your PlayStation conversation. You can get it each and every week on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Podcast services around the globe. No matter where you get it, thank you for supporting it. Like, subscribe, share, leave reviews, tell your friends, etc etc. And of course, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can get the show ad free. You can watch us record the show live. You can watch us record the other podcast live. You can get the other podcast shows ad free. You can get exclusive content like the daily Greg wave Vlogs. You can get cool merch like right now in December. The kind of funny Christmas card, no matter where you get the show, no matter who you are, no matter where you are. Happy holidays. And until 2024. No, it's been our pleasure to serve you.